0: Hi, I'm Rich from True Achievements. You're listening to the Party Chat Podcast. And I hate RPGs. Xbox on. Game on,
1: baby. Wow!
0: Hey everybody,
2: welcome to the Party Chat Podcast. I am this week's host, Uncle Jesse. With us, as usual, is the Rossinator himself, Ross Miller. I'm back, or I'll be back. I don't know. (laughs) And then along with us as well is Reese, aka Delicious Cheese. Yo! So if you guys did not already know, this is the official podcast for the Xbox One subreddit, and we are very excited that we've got an interview later on. With Rich Stone, the creator of trueachievements.com. The creator. The creator. <laughs> so, what have you guys been playing? Ross?
1: Yeah, um, Rocket League.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let, let me guess, Clay's been
3: playing Bloody Rainbow Six. I haven't. Yeah. Um,
1: and <laughs> No. Uh, so, I picked up quite a lot from the sale. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. So, I, I've been playing Just Cause. Oh. Because I, I hadn't really been doing it, I've been playing Party Heart. Mm-hmm. I've been playing Trackmania. Oh, and they're all okay. They're
2: all okay. All okay. <laughs> no, there's
1: nothing that's sticking out because I've not put enough time into them yet. But um, I'm having a blast of doing things in Just Cause.
3: That's like a pun, right? No, <laughs> just because uh, um, you, you just explode <laughs> things in Just Cause.
1: <laughs> yeah basically that's that is exactly it it's just you explode things making bridges blow up pulling down statues but it's a good stress release yeah i can imagine Trackmania
2: is good as well i was on the fence about picking that one up as well ross so i'm glad to hear you're at least having some fun with
1: it yeah like i know i'll never finish that game and i know I'll probably you know i'll probably get my, my money's worth out of it for whatever it costs so
2: reese how about yourself my brother
3: I have been playing actually something a little bit different to Battleborn this uh, this week. I uh, I picked up Mirror's Edge Catalyst. It's not Mirror's Edge Two because it's a reboot or reimagining or whatever they want to call it. And I have also been playing Tropico Five.
2: Tropico Five? They've made another one of those games? Yeah, <laughs> it's the, the it's the penultimate
3: edition. The name doesn't make much sense, but um, yeah, for those who don't know, Tropico is a uh, a city builder, a bit like Sim City, but it's basically you're in control of Cuba. It's it's a small <laughs> South American tropical island, and you are the El Presidente, and it's your job to create a, a capitalist or communist you know paradise on the island. And what sort of makes it different from uh, from Sim City or something else like that is it really embraces the sort of it really pra- embraces its identity. And you can do heaps of really funny stuff. Like uh, you have to play politics, and you know you can you can cuddle up to America, or you can you can alienate them. You can be like a full tilt uh, dictator who like you know disappears people who disagree with him, and 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 siphons money into his Swiss bank account, or you can be like a really for the people sort of person. And it's it's really fun, and it's really funny, and time just disappears when you start playing that game. It is dangerous. It has got like the civilization. Thing going on for it when you're like, oh, maybe I'll just play it for five minutes, and it's one a. M. <laughs> a.m.
2: Am I the only one that has no interest in in playing those types of games?
3: I think there's quite. I think there's more people like you than there are like me. I
1: can't wait for like, Seth. Oh, wait, if you ever see the new Seth on the Xbox? I,
3: uh, I would uh, even buy Civ Rev on back compatibility. I'm jonesing yeah. for Civilization.
1: I, I just love Civilization. And yeah, I, I need to have that in my Xbox. Like, maybe nine. it's a European
3: thing. Apparently, we also like uh, like driving and farming simulators up here.
2: <laughs> yeah, no it's, no, it's not my cup of tea. Let's put it that way. And Mirror's Edge Two is is good.
3: Um, I like it a lot. Um, it plays well. It it's it's good. It's basically the same as the first one, but uh, more of it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the the open world. Uh, Ross has expressed his distaste for it as well. It'll uh,
1: happen in the future when you hear
3: that. Yeah, it's, it's in the future. Um, when you start podcasting, you gain the ability to t- travel back and forth through time. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> if, any, if any of you watch uh, Rick and Morty, don't think about it. So, um, as I was saying, uh, the open world is it's, it's unnecessary. And one of the best things uh, to agree with what Ross says in the future is that, uh, about the old game, is that like it was very focused and you could really speed run an area but in this game with the open world like it's a bit it's a bit chaotic and you can't really perfect uh a running line because the the maps haven't been carefully constructed to to give like an optimum route there's just a big open area and you go wherever you feel like and the most fun i have is actually doing the the time trials that other – because w- when you're in the game, if you haven't played it, you can – at any, any part of the open world, you can actually just drop a checkpoint, and you can start running. And you, you drop checkpoints wherever you want, and then when you're done, it becomes an instant race course. And then all your friends have that race course appear in their game. And, and the most fun I've been having is actually trying to beat my friends' times on their, their custom-made levels. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's good. I recommend it. Everyone should pick it up. It's it's different and it's it's fun, and you don't need to have played the first one to enjoy this. What was the name of it? Mirror's Edge Catalyst.
2: <laughs> Just making sure everybody knew. <laughs> I swear I haven't been drinking before this.
3: No, that would explain many things that would be that would be better what about you? What have you been playing Mr Rainbow Six? uh
2: yeah, surprisingly, I haven't been playing Rainbow Six Siege. um I was on vacation for a week, which is why I was not on the show last week um, but when I got back, I was lucky enough and I don't think I can actually talk about it now that I think about it um I've been playing i'll I'll stay anyways I don't care uh I've been playing the Battlefield One Alpha. So I'm not really – I don't think I can go into a whole hell of a lot of details. NDA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other than <laughs> it's pretty damn good. <laughs> so so you've heard. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard. Uh, I mean I wasn't personally playing, to, to, but I saw lots of videos that it looks amazing and plays amazing and sounds amazing and lots of destruction and unlike the civilization stuff that we were talking about before. Civilization <laughs> has like city-wide destruction. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. but uh yeah outside of that man i've been playing uh ross mentioned some games that he picked up on the ultimate game sale the big one that i picked up was red dead redemption so i think everybody has been (laughs) very excited about this one uh user blackfire561 was uh, the lucky the lucky user to submit the posting of the announcement that Red Dead is now available through backwards compatibility? And Reese, I think you had some interesting stats that you you saw there as well about that particular posting, correct?
3: Yeah. When whenever a big news thing like that hits Reddit, everybody posts it at exactly the same time. And basically, we moderators have to like sort of line them up like a dartboard and be like, "You, you win the karma. You win the karma race." And then we delete every other post. Uh, but yeah, this post actually swiftly, in in just one day, shot not only to the top of the subreddit, but it also went to the top of r/all. We were number one on r/all for quite a few hours, and it is the number two most upvoted post on the subreddit of all time. It's sitting just underneath the top post by a measly 28 upvotes. That the top post is actually a joke about uh, someone's most used monthly app being the network troubleshooter. <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that's pretty pretty good effort. It's
1: so what we're saying. If you if 28 people listening to this haven't actually upvoted it yet, go and get it done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So for any of you that did not pick it up, it was on sale for, at least on the U.S. side, uh, $7.50. And I think somebody else posted all of the DLC, uh, out excluding the uh, Undead Nightmare, was free, or is free, free to download as well, which is awesome. I've heard there's lots of issues with the multiplayer. I have not played any multiplayer yet, but I've just been thoroughly loving getting back involved in the world of Red Dead Redemption and playing back through the single player campaign. So that's primarily what sucked up most of my weekend uh, outside of the other game that I will not mention again. Uh, did you guys pick it up? Have you guys playing it? What's your your thoughts on Red Dead?
3: Can I make a confession? What's that? I have never played Red Dead Redemption. Shut
2: up. Are you serious? I am dead serious. How have you never played this game? This was like the best game on the Xbox 360. Doesn't interest me. The best game,
1: Clay. Clay. I- Guess what? What? I've not played it either. Get that-
2: oh! Everybody, get off this podcast. Get Mikey. Get Dave. Get all the other guys. Bring them back on here. America <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get all this Euro trash off of here. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> dim no.
1: dare fighting words. <laughs> we voted out. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I voted to stay. Um, but I've never played it. But you think how happy I was when I picked up on the sale, hearing all these amazing things so that I can now, when I get a spare moment, actually sit down and, and play it
2: you're gonna love it man it's oh my gosh it's so good and i don't want to spoil anything but it's just so good halfway through the game like there's well, i had
1: done some crazy amazon figures as well like it shot to number one or something like yeah, that. yeah
3: it the sales went up three thousand five hundred and seventy four percent i don't have that committed to memory we have that written down <laughs> but yeah that's that's quite a a sales jump huge sales jump Thanks this game that. is this game is popular, and I mean, I don't know why it doesn't interest me. I mean, cowboys, eh, uh, open world, eh, sandbox. <laughs> eh. I don't like those kind of games.
2: Oh my gosh, it's so much. I don't know the the dialogue, the gameplay. It's all it's all in there, and it looks beautiful. You could just. You could play that as a hunting simulator, in fact you don't you could even just ignore the game itself and just run around the different areas of the map and go hunting for different wildlife.
1: I found it's quite good for poker
2: oh yeah, I've heard that as well
3: i want a, I want like a, a a more focused experience, although I, I have heard is it true that when you're playing poker, you can just stand up and shoot the man across the seat from you because that's that that's pretty true. amazing actually, <laughs> <laughs> like all poker games should have that feature. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm looking forward to actually sitting down and getting my hands on it. It's one that I don't know how it's escaped me for this long, but for I can't shame. wait to I'd actually for sit sh- down.
2: Shame. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast.
1: This week in the subreddit. So what else has been happening in the subreddit this week, Jesse?
2: Well, it looks like there was a topic posted by Midnight Stream all about how the Xbox One has generated millions in revenue for indie devs. Uh, hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions. Not just millions, hundreds of millions. And there was an article that was posted basically explaining how ID at Xbox works for indie devs. So, Reese, I think you're probably closest to this. Um, wanted to get your input on all of that.
3: Well, yeah. Uh, on the, the article, basically, this talks about uh, the idea at Xbox director, Chris Sharla. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's actually a, a Redditor, and he posts on the Reddit uh, every now and again and talks to us. Hi, Chris. Um, he had a su- hosted a summit, rather, at uh, Bit Summit, it was called, in Kyoto, in Japan. Uh, giving in-depth information about the program's results and goals and inner workings and that sort of stuff. It's it's probably quite similar to what I saw in Helsinki that one time when I met Agostino Simonetta. Hi, Ago. See that all these people. Uh, and basically, he just talking about as as Clay said, ID at Xbox, what it does and and the early access program and and that sort of stuff. And 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 yeah, like uh, so. It's it's been really successful and sort of got off to a bit of a a rocky start. Uh, PlayStation really really got in on the indie train early, as we all know, but uh, nowadays like the ID at Xbox program is you know, running at full Steam, and it's like super, super supportive for indie devs. If you're an indie dev and you want to bring your game to Xbox, uh, talk to Chris, talk to Argo, hell, even send a PM to the mods, and we can point you in the right direction because there's, it, it's never been a better time. They, you get free dev kits, and you get free uh, Unity licenses, like it's it's there's no reason not to. But uh, what do you guys think about uh, about this whole the indie craze? Like now that we have so many indies on the Xbox One and like the whole games are games or games, and not not sort of splitting them into the uh, the indie games and the the arcade games and the real games, quote unquote, like um uh, like. They've all sort of blurred together. Like, do you guys have any have any favourites from this gen? And, and and do you guys have you taken advantage of the early access program?
1: Yes, um, I. Yes got, to everything. And and everything, yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and for the early access, just at the end of that point there, I picked up Layers of Fear. Ah, me very, too. Very early on. I also picked up The Long Dark. Very very early on, and. Where's a fear? I played to the point where I could no longer continue, um, and then when the game came out, I played the full way through it. In fact, it's got DLC coming at the end of the month. So excited for that. Yeah, where's it, it, a fear's, fear's brilliant. Um, the long dark's been a very very different experience. I had my game when it was very early in its build. I went back a couple of months ago, and that game has changed a lot. You know you can really see it coming on, uh, but it's been in, in early access for quite a long time. Um I love that program. Um, a, you can, you know, if you want to get in, you're getting it all a bit cheaper. You're funding the development of it. It's all good. Um, and the rest of ID Xbox, just I don't think there's anything wrong with having more and more games. Yes, there's some games that maybe aren't amazing to yourself, but someone's going to like them anyway. But you know, the more games and the more choice I have, can only be a good thing.
3: Do you have a favourite this year?
1: Of indie? You've got to stay yeah. inside, haven't you? Ah, inside, yeah. You, go, you, go, you have to. No, I haven't played it yet. Um, you know, that, that's quite topical at the moment. Where's the Fear is up there, because I had such a fun experience with that. And uh, um, uh, We had the devs
3: for the AMA, by the way. If anyone uh, hasn't read that yet, head yeah. up to the, uh, the top of the subreddit and click the AMA archive and read the AMA with the developers. They're really cool.
1: I really liked IDub.
2: IDub, I still play that at parties. Oh, yeah. That was a really fun one. I forgot about that one.
1: Yeah, I, I just the more indie games, the more choice we get, the the better it is across all platforms, you know, and, and I love it.
3: Uh, I'm really shocked at your answer to be honest. 'Cause you didn't say Rocket League. Right.
1: Uh I never even thought about that. You know, like there there is this there there used to be such a split on the three sixty between arcade titles and main game mm-hmm. and you've referred to this before. You've got your, your indie titles, your double A's and your triple A's. Mm-hmm. And definitely your Rocket League and Inside would probably be a double way. Yeah, absolutely. It? Or or just an A, if you want. Yeah. You know, that feels bigger than what you would consider as being an indie. You know, because you do a, a get that with being smaller titles, but, you know, can still sell absolutely loads. And the more that these people innovate, the better it is. Just look at the success of Pokemon Go Mobile this week. Oh, Lord. Jeez.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, Pokemon Go uh, launched on the weekend, and it already has more uh, active users than Twitter. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah. Dead mental. serious. There's an article on Forbes about
2: it. What did I see? Did I see something posted on Reddit earlier today that was um, the guys that created that app, the game, the the Pokemon app, they, they built something, some other game few years ago same game with with lots more functionality it's all this other content built into it and then for whatever reason it either sounds like it got scrapped or just didn't do well and so they redid it with less functionality basically everything that they built for this other game (laughs) and threw in some pokemon in it and it did you know everybody's everybody's playing
1: yeah Yeah, exactly correct yeah it's a fifth less of the the, (laughs) or it's only a fifth of the function and essentially as the same core game it's google maps isn't it so <laughs> jesse what are you thoughts on the ID and xbox program
2: yeah i mean i absolutely love the program i'm a big fan of the uh i can't remember what it was called we just saying it now the 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 early access or the the preview program that you can actually go ahead and try these games and actually help As you said, Ross, purchase them early. You're helping support the developer in creating the game. You're actively providing feedback into this. This, in my mind, is really what Kickstarter should be more of for gaming, especially when it comes to Xbox. So things like the Mighty Number 9, I mean, if they would have potentially done something like this where then you're actively gathering feedback from the community... As it's being played, then it you know maybe it would have done better and people would be paying more for the game or full you know full price or some sort of a discounted price similar to what's on Kickstarter but uh, it's just another it's just another revenue of you know uh, revenue stream, but it's also another area for them to get that feedback the early feedback so that they can make a quality game before it's released and I think one of the big ones that's out there that Ross didn't mention um, is Arc survival yeah yeah um th- i know a ton of people are playing and that was in the preview program for a long while uh, still so is I mean, is it still in there i thought it was already yeah. no?
1: no Nope. It's... oh wow okay well then elite dangerous as well
3: i was just about to say uh, yeah. based on mm-hmm. on what you were saying just there uh clay elite dangerous was the very first, the first. game in yeah. the the preview program and we have a really good relationship with the, the developers at frontier um we had we had David Braben on the on the podcast. Um, hi they're David, great guys. if you're listening.
2: And, hi David,
3: I, I know Zach's listening. Hi Zach, know. is listening. Hi Zach, <laughs> how you doing? Um, so <laughs> just the, the deadpan. He's not listening. Um, so anyway, um, what you're saying about how getting feedback from the community and helping to build a game like that is that actually happens? Like Elite Dangerous features content that was designed by members of our subreddit. We have rare trade goods in the game that you can go and buy and trade and sell in the game that we put there. We had that contest, if you guys remember, to... to Name and invent our own rare trade thing, and we had a, yeah, a special community event that they set up in the game for us, and we all got together and, and had to smuggle like drugs, like they actually worked it into their lore, and it was hilarious and, so, and that 's that's so cool like something like that has never happened before, so like our subreddit has influenced the developing development of a game directly, something that we wrote some guy typed on his computer and hit enter on Reddit is now in Elite Dangerous, And I I really love these, these early access programs. I think that the more contact that developers have with their fans, the better, the the more, basically you're going to make the game that your fans want.
1: And they enter at different stages. So I mentioned like the the long dark and Hinterland have listened to their fans a lot as well. Mm. Or then you've got Prison Architect, which was quite late on. And its cycle, wasn't it, before it came into the preview programme? I actually don't know. Um, But it didn't seem to be in as long as some of the other games and um, you know, it's just it's very, very varied and I think it shows, if you're invested into a game, if you buy it you know, my wife keeps on asking me when is The Long Dark actually going to get a full release and I didn't think we all realised how early into its development it was and you know, you feel as if you're invested because you've been there since the start and such, you know, the first moment you could, you picked it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more and more games, I think, we'll see coming to this. Yeah. You said 90 number nine, you know, might have been a totally different game if this is the route it went.
2: Absolutely. But Clay, did you have a favourite indie this year? Um, I mean, if I had to pick one, it would... Be Rocket League. I mean, that's just clearly the one that I've played the most. I wish I could say it was Elite Dangerous. I just haven't given that game enough time. Mine's I, Elite Dangerous. I, I like Elite Dangerous. Such a beautiful game. I just haven't given enough time to master all of the mechanics.
1: You better hope David's not listening. <laughs> Sorry,
2: David.
1: You promised.
3: <laughs> but you know, Elite Dangerous is great if if you like space. So, um, actually, while we're talking about Indies, and before we move on to the next task, I'm going to play the moderator card again and very quickly plug the AMA with the developers of Fru. I hope it's pronounced Fru. I've been talking to him all week. I never asked. Um, and <laughs> uh, it's actually happening right now. Uh, if you, it'll be either above or below this post. Uh, if you're listening on the Wednesday when we release this, if not, go and read it. Uh, in the archives and go and ask them like all the questions because it's a super interesting game and they're really open and and cool guys and uh hopefully well actually definitely we are going to have them on the podcast very very soon so that should be that should be a lot of fun and also on this saturday we have another ama with the developers of Tumblestone, which is this month's game with gold actually oh nice Ah. yes it's, and the AMA is on the exact same day that it goes live, so you'll be able to ask them as the game appears on the uh, store.
1: Superb, superb. Well, I think it's a good time to drop in the interview, don't you, Clay?
2: I think so. Let's get rich on the podcast. Xbox Snap, this week's interview. Alright everybody, we're very excited. We've got a great interview lined up with Rich from True Achievements with us today. Rich, say hello.
0: Hi guys, how's it going?
2: Good. So Rich, tell us a little bit about yourself and what exactly is True
0: Achievements? Sure. So my name's Rich Stone. I'm a software developer uh, living in the sunny south of England. It's not been particularly sunny (laughs) this summer so far. Uh, I've been working in IT for the best part of 20 years, and I've been gaming for the best part of 30 years now. I'm not going to tell you my age, but um, that gives you (laughs) some sort of clue. The website, True Achievements, is an Xbox focused website about games, and of course, Xbox Achievements. And it's grown steadily over that time, and we've now got around uh, 350,000 members.
1: That's not bad nice
0: yeah we've never done any advertising so it's all through word of mouth and that's how it's grown
1: so tell us a little bit behind the philosophy of true achievements it's history and
0: sure i haven't actually told this story for a little while um but i used to listen to a lot of podcasts on um my daily commute to work which was about nine years ago i had quite a long commute up to town and um that was the time when it was sort of IGN's Three Red Lights was their Xbox podcast nice. and the Giant Bomb podcast, some smaller independent UK ones too. And this wasn't long after Xbox had come out, the 360. Um, and a topic that used to come up quite a lot was to do with gamer score and how hard certain achievements were to unlock compared to other ones that have exactly the same gamer score. At that time, I was training to do a swimathon in my spare time, and I was doing a lot of lengths of the pool every day. And its i tell you guys, if you've ever done that, it's the most boring sports <laughs> thing to do in your oh, world. It gives God, you a lot yeah. of time to think. <laughs> it is so dull from one length to the other, to the other, to the other. And it um, gives you a lot of time to think. So I wondered if there might be a way to calculate the rarity of an achievement, which would give you some idea of how hard it was. So how many people have unlocked it compared to how many people have actually played the game? Mm-hmm. I have did okay. a stats degree at, at university, so I thought I might be able to put that to some good use and come up with like a scoring system to properly reward the rarer achievements. That was what I wanted to do because I'd hear these people talking on their podcast and they'd be like, "Ah oh, man, you know, I, I got this Fire in the Flames five star guitar hero last night got me my 10 gamer score. And the other guy would be like, well, I just started the Simpsons game and uh, I got me my 10 gamer score. And it just didn't seem fair that they were both worth 10. Um, so I wrote a little scanner to go and scrape all my friends data from Xbox.com. Don't tell anyone about that. Um, <laughs> <and I> just, <laughs> like, You're on a them. podcast. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just... <laughs> this is going go horribly. And this is when trueachievements.com came to a sudden crashing halt. I came up with a formula. Based on the um, scraping all the data from, I got all the data from all my friends, put it into a database, came up with a formula, and basically, on TA, if an achievement is rarer, it's worth more than one that's not as rare, but mm-hmm. it's more common. And just like Gamer Score, you add up all the true achievement scores of all the achievements, and that's your total true achievement score. So back then, I created a, a really basic website. I mean, the most basic website you've seen. It was basically just a leaderboard, so you could register it would scan all your achievements in and it would go, right, here's your true achievement score. And it would just show the leaderboard of the registered um, true achievement gamers all on one big board. The achievement hunting community right back then was pretty small, um, so word got out quite quickly about it, for, for those that were into that sort of thing. And then I set up a forum on there, and then all these amazing achievement hunters started saying, right, you should add this to the site, and it would be really cool if we could have guides to solutions, and I want to tell everyone how to get this five star fire and the flames achievement, and I want to have a gamer goal so I can see how quickly I can get up to 10,000 gamer score. And all these ideas just snowballed in the forum. And I would, nice. at that time, I was pretty quick at developing. So people would come up with an idea and i I'd try and code it as quickly as I possibly could and get it live the next day if possible. Wow. And that's how the site grew, yeah. So I've been coding for a long time, as I say, over 20 years now. So I've got pretty quick at doing it. I can turn things around quite fast. Now, they didn't look pretty. Design is not my strong suit, I have to say, but they sort of worked, luckily. Sort of. Um, yeah, exactly. And so, the, yeah, the ideas ideas came thick and fast. People suggested a way to have gaming sessions. So maybe you wanted to get a group of people together to go and try and get a particular chip seriously in Gears of War, let's say, or any other multiplayer achievement that needs people that maybe they didn't know anyone that happened to have the game. So there, I, I created a way on TA that someone could set up a gaming session and then anyone else that had that game that wanted that achievement would get a notification for it and they could all sign up. and um, We've run over 600,000 of those gaming sessions now. That was <laughs> oh, nice. a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's well over a million achievements that have been got just from right. TA gaming sessions, which is pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we've added more and more stuff. So over the years... We've added a news team, so you don't have to go anywhere else for your Xbox news anymore. Um, you got friend feeds. so Except our
3: subreddit. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: little plug there. We added friend feeds. So beforehand, on on, on your Xbox and on um, Xbox.com, there was no way to see what your friends were doing. It was just basically your own little, little world, your own little page. So we added friend feeds before they even existed anywhere else, really based on Facebook sort of style, Um, and you can comment on them, see what your friends are playing. We've added series scores, so you can see what your score is across the entire Call of Duty series or any other series that you care about. Yeah, it's it's unusual. I don't think there's any other sites that have got that. Um, We added full-game walkthroughs, so you can get it all the way from A to B in the entire game, get the full completion, and ways to manage your game library, so you can add games that you've rented, games that you want to sell, want to trade, all of that information can be put into TA.
3: That's fantastic. And another thing that you've made, actually, is uh, just recently you guys released an app for the Xbox One. Can you tell us a little bit about like, what it's like to, to make an app for the Xbox?
0: Yeah, sure. So um, when we first started working with Microsoft on the app, the only apps that were available then, so this was just about two years ago, um, were video streaming apps so Mm -hmm. there was there was a youtube app and a vivo app so they had a basic template to make a video streaming app But obviously that is not (laughs) that's not what ta is um so we were sort of working from the ground up really my development team and i three of us were we're pretty pick at picking up uh, pretty good at picking up new stuff so although we were working on a whole new platform with unfamiliar stuff it was a platform that's built on basic javascript html and css which is the same stuff that we use every day to build our website. So we're pretty familiar with dealing with the basics. We just had to learn how it all hooked in with the Xbox ecosystem. Um, We had to build an API for the True Achievements database itself so we could pull our data into the app from our website, but also merge that with the Xbox data. You went like full circle. Yeah, (laughs) yes, I suppose it is. They're they're scripting us (laughs) down. But once we built one page that worked, and admittedly that took about three weeks, it was reasonably straightforward to use that to build the rest of the app and use that as a base and, and build on it from there. And Microsoft were really great. They gave us loads of advice. We had calls every week um, while we were developing it, and they were really, really helpful for us because we were doing something that was quite new to the platform. It was important for us and important for them that we we got it right, and we got a great product at the end of it, and, I, and I'm pretty proud that I think we've achieved that.
3: Yeah, I think it's great. And uh, speaking of going full circle, you actually have achievements for using your app now.
0: Yeah, we is that was the coolest That's pretty thing. Pretty amusing. I wrote, I wrote that first achievement, um, which was for reading a news story on the app. Um, it's uh, what was it called? Probably it's called. Oh, it's called cool. read all about it. Um, when I wrote that achievement and we we hooked it into the achievement system, and then we fired up the app on our development Xbox. And that popped. It was just, like, the most satisfying thing I've ever felt. So it's my <laughs> tweet, picture of it happening on um, my Twitter. Oh, really? tweet at the top of it. Yeah, it was just like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> this thing that I've studied for six years of my life, and I've just made one yeah. by having a child. And That's it's amazing.
2: Like, Rich, but Rich, about the achievements and developing that, it... it Uh, You know, when I've used other apps, I've noticed that it's not like there's 50 achievements that you can get from an an app. Is there a limitation that Microsoft sets on how many in-app achievements you can get?
0: No, there's no limit, and you can actually add to them every quarter if you want to. The problem is that with an app, you're limited by the functionality that you can have in there, really. Well, you're not limited. You could put as much as you want in, but obviously the development time limits you. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, working on a with a controller and a, a TV is very different to having a website. So, mm-hmm. as we found when we were deciding what to put in the app, you've got to bear in mind the fact that people are not in front of a keyboard and you know they haven't got a mouse. There. They're they're going to be stood or sat probably <laughs> times <out> of <laughs> um, sure. several feet away from a TV screen. So you need to you need to design for uh, although it's a bigger screen, it's a lot further away, and you need to design for a controller. So everything needs to be you know, big buttons, and you don't want to be typing loads of stuff in. So all of those considerations were, were had to be made when we were deciding what we were going to put into the app itself.
3: So uh, yeah. what, what exactly does the app do for the users?
0: So the app is a really slimmed-down version of the website, basically. So you get some of the main features of the site. The focus is on your own games and achievements, naturally, mm-hmm. um, and what your friends are playing. So the homepage is similar to your homepage on TA. You've got your TA friend feed showing what your friends are playing, any milestones they're hitting. So another feature of the site is if you if you hit ten thousand Gamerscore, score, say, we we'll pop up a little thing on your feed, and all your friends can go, "Oh, well done, very good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not nope yes, jealous that, at that all. Very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> um, you can see um, any games they've rated. So. You you can score games on TA out five and all that stuff will pop up on the app too. Um, any gaming sessions that they've joined, um, the usual sort of thing that's on TA. Um, but we've also obviously got your own games and achievements on there as well. So you can see probably the coolest thing about the app, that people that, the thing that people use the most is that you can see any achievement guides that people have put onto the site um, in the app. So... As you're playing a game, you can snap the ta app to the side of the screen We'll pick up what game you're playing and we can basically you can get help with any app that you're uh, any achievement that you're stuck on so all the guides will be there you can read them um, you can then just flick back to the main screen and, and, and play as normal and hopefully pop some achievements quite quickly yeah. plus it's also fully integrated into the Xbox um, operating system as well. So I don't know if you realize, but on the um, official Xbox app, if you snap it, there's a little search for help button uh, Mm -hmm, underneath mm -hmm. every achievement. That will, If you've got the TA app installed, that will fire up the TA app um, and go straight to solutions for that achievement.
2: Oh, that's awesome. I did not know that. It's pretty
0: pretty cool. Yeah, so it's fully integrated as well. And obviously, we work with those guys on on making that happen. Plus, this all the gaming sessions you've got coming up because obviously that's the thing that's probably most useful to have while you're playing. You suddenly, see, oh, I'm supposed to be playing this in five minutes with twenty other people. Um, you can see whether they're full yet. Get all the information you need to do your, through your gaming sessions. Okay. Oh, and I should probably mention the, the app is free. And it's free. <laughs> free. You can get it now. I should be on the stage at E3. Download it now. That's right.
2: <laughs> So, Rich, you had mentioned that um, you know taking some of the the different features from your site and putting it into the app. How do you go about determining which one of the features do you want to bring over to the app? I mean, there's a ton of stuff that's available on your on your site. Um, is it a yeah, matter? It of-
0: yeah, as I say, it's really hard. It was we were limited by time. You, we could literally have been still developing it now if we wanted to put everything we wanted to put in, um, which would have been <laughs> <an> amazing <laughs> app that no one would ever have seen. So there would be no point in that. So we focused on the stuff that we knew people would want to use from their from the comfort of their sofa so you've got you've got your achievement guides um you've got your gaming sessions and then because we wanted it to appeal to people that maybe aren't as nutty about achievements as we are um we've added all our news stuff in there as well so you can use it as a general xbox news app as well as all the all the achievement related goodness
1: awesome now other than your own achievement which obviously (laughs) your Do you have a favourite achievement that you've unlocked?
0: I mean, there's so many I could choose, but there's, there's a particular one in Peggle 2, <laughs> which is probably people are going to say, well, that's a weird game to choose. But it's called All the Chivos, first of all, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> and it's for completing all 180 of the optional objectives in the game. Wow. Now, firstly, firstly, I absolutely love Peggle. It's just the best game ever. i played it on my phone. i played it on my PC. i played it on my tablet. i played it on everything I could. And when whoa. it was announced...
1: Whoa, whoa, was, whoa. Better than Gears of War?
0: Oh, it's <laughs> oh. You can't compare games like that. that well, them fighting yeah, words. You know, I can't play <laughs> no. Gears of War on my phone yet. And then they announced it was coming to Xbox One, and I was like, yeah. And in fact, this is a interesting story. It's actually the first game I ever played on Xbox One. Oh. I was... Um, <laughs> I was at the first day of gamescom a few months before the xbox one came out and um it was the trade day so there's no no members of the public there it's almost completely empty there's just a few journalists around um and i ran obviously the first thing i did was go straight to the xbox stand which was enormous and there was just xbox ones everywhere i was like oh my god this is the best day of my life um and there's just loads of journalists there queuing up for um forza 5 and fifa and rise and it was all this new stuff and everyone was like wow so excited and there was just this this xbox one sat there on its own with no one around it and it had like a Peggle logo above it and i was like well this you know i could go and queue but it's just there so i'm just gonna so i just went over <laughs> and i just started playing on it. And it was my first you know first time i would picked up that xbox one controller for the first time and First time I'd ever seen Peggle looking so stunning. I mean, it looked amazing in, in, with the Xbox One tech behind it. So that that game itself has a lot of love for me, and I think that achievement. A, it's a it's a hard achievement. I mean, I spent yeah. a yeah a good few hours getting. It, I have to say, um, but just the name of it, I think all the chivos, it sort of sums up my, my life the last <laughs> like nine years or so as well.
3: So, so what is your highest true score achievement then?
0: Right, well, this is, I had to look this up, actually, just before I came on, but it's quite embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> but it's the 20-day consecutive play achievement in Roblox. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have played yeah. that I have. I've got that. I've got that achievement. <laughs> okay. Right. You are one of 10%, only 10% of the Roblox playing communities that have that, um, have that achievement. Oh, and really? this achievement demonstrates that rarity does not always equal difficulty. what well, is game know, is so bad. Playing that, that game no one... 20 days in a
3: row might not be easy. You never <laughs> know.
1: Hey, I, I just said that I've unlocked this and that, like, that game's so bad. Yeah. It is. Just... I, I, it's because I've got a kid in the house. You can't even get it. I was going to say, I was
2: going to say, <laughs> you, you, kids love so that game. So
1: basically what you're saying is your
3: account sharing.
1: No.
2: No, no, no. What's <laughs>
3: happening is Ross is talking big about being a big Gears of War fan, but in reality, as soon as he gets off the pot he boots up
2: Roblox and he's like, "Hey." hey, hey. Um. <laughs> uh, so, so Rich, one other thing that we wanted to talk to you about was you not only have uh true achievements, but you also have true trophies, true Steam achievements. I mean, what's your favorite element of those? And uh, is there anything that you think the Xbox should look into adapting into its own system?
0: Well, okay, so the PlayStation and Steam achievement systems are relatively close to the Xbox system, but they've got a couple of slight differences. Obviously, on PlayStation, you've got the trophy colors, so you've got your bronze, silver, gold, mm-hmm. and platinum uh, instead of Gamer Score. And on Steam, the achievements don't have any value at all. Yeah. Um, so on TSA, we give them. Um, A a sort of arbitrary 10 out 10 gamer score in quotes base score and then we multiply the ratios by that base 10 um so actually i think I, i prefer the xbox system where the developers have got a lot more freedom to give the scores that they want to give so i wouldn't move any of that over to be honest um also the noise for unlocking a trophy on playstation is rubbish isn't it annoying (laughs) i can't stand it so i definitely wouldn't bring that over um but there is one thing and it's not really to do with achievements but steam humble bundles man if we could have anything something even a tiny bit closer to a humble bundle on xbox the value for the amount of games is just unbelievable I've, i've ended up buying Probably two hundred Steam games that i have just never ever going to play. <laughs> just, they're just so, on my account now because they're just so so rich.
2: Rich, can you explain that for anybody that doesn't play Steam, like myself? Sure. So, okay, so Steam um,
0: Hum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that doesn't use the Google. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a humble Bundle. Basically, every month, um, and sometimes even more frequently than that, uh, developers uh, will work together with Valve and put together a bundle of games. Generally, they're um, either they're themed generally so there'll be either lots of games from the same developer or um lots of games around a certain genre or something like that and that, and they'll give it a name based on the theme and then they'll allow you to buy that for as much as you want hmm. and basically the more you pay like generally it'll be like you get five games but you can literally pay one cent for them but if you if you at least pay the average amount then you'll get these two extra games and then so the average amount will be like maybe five bucks or something and then it will say and if you go to like 10 bucks then we'll throw in these other two games as well and because of all the it's quite i suppose it's a psychological thing and with and i'm sure they've tested it over years and years but um because it's only a little bit more each time you find yourself going oh well, i could get those extra two games it's only another five bucks so you know <laughs> might as well go for it um So, yeah, Humble Humble Bundles are basically a way for you to massively increase your game collection without shelling out very much money at all. And you compare that to, like, the. So, as you know, it's the Xbox. In fact, today is the last day, is it, I think, of the Xbox sale? Surprise, surprise. We're we're filming on Monday. Don't don't, don't
1: spoil the illusion, this is Wednesday So yeah, we're doing this live
0: So the Xbox um, sale closed two days ago (laughs) You're good at this (laughs) It was a huge success, I've heard and um, (laughs) I looked at some of the (laughs) I looked at some of the discounts and I was like, oh wow man, Mirror's Edge I haven't bought that yet It's 50% off Went to buy (laughs) it and then I thought, hang on, they've got that wrong It's still £30 but actually because the digital price was RRP at 55 pounds which is something like or would have been something like 75 80 bucks two weeks ago before we destroyed <laughs> There's our some
3: country. subtle subtle political <laughs> commentary in the
0: first <laughs> sentence there political discussion um which I'm not going to get into um it's still ridiculous like I could go and I could go and buy that's the sale I could go into a shop and buy it considerably cheaper than that 30 pound I'm sure I could yeah. I haven't tried yet um but so that, that depresses me. Like you look at it you look at the headline discount percentages and you're like, Wow, that's incredible, it's gonna be a huge discount. I can actually you know, if it was twenty pounds I'd buy it straight away. But there you go, anyway.
1: On the same token cool, so. you could get quite a lot of uh, games for like six and eight pounds and things like that. i am paid full price for Mirror's Edge. <laughs>
0: yeah, well what did you think of Sorry, I'm going off at a tangent now. I,
1: I am a huge Mirror's Edge fan, as people this podcast don't know. I love the first game and I've enjoyed the second game, but the, um, the I'm not a huge fan of the open world. I'm the yeah. same. Yeah, it's not, it, I love open world games, and I think there is a bit of open world fatigue going on with some yeah. huge releases over the last couple of years. But that game part of its charm for me was just being pushed through and replaying the same starts of the story, the same parts of the story. God, I don't know what I said. Um, <laughs> and so you could do your time attacks. Yeah, and, uh, I feel as if there's too much to do in that world that you would never really get round to really going back through it. So, uh, as, as it was, I just said, slight slightly topic.
0: I played the last year. I thought it was. I only played it for I think 15 minutes, the, the demo they had there, but I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's just it's just so unique, isn't it? That, yeah, yeah. I mean, that whole um, the, the way you look at the game, just the the whole vision of it is just immense. I love it.
3: How about Reddit? Are you active on Reddit?
0: i am i 've been 'm well i say active i've been a. 've been a member on there for about five years okay so it's it 's the perfect bedtime uh thing to read how about
3: uh, do you have any favorite little known subreddits that you can share with us
0: I, I follow most of the techie stuff, especially the stuff to do with programming um but that 's pretty boring and it's not they 're not particularly small but of the non tech stuff I like um british problems our british problems which um, always <laughs> makes me smile general sense of humor on there is fantastic um also, I've just had a little girl. Well, it's two, two and a half years ago, I had a little girl. Um, so, our parenting and our daddy, I mean, they again, probably not very small, but they were really useful for me to understand what other people were going through and not to constantly panic the first time you see something for the first time. Like, oh, my, my daughter's going to die. But, um, still here,
2: just wait till you have your second kid. Wait till you have your second yeah, kid. Yeah, no, and I, it's I, like. I mean, e- letting the kid eat, the eat off the floor and. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wait, what? What? <laughs> Wow. Is there a True
2: achievement subreddit? Uh, I don't
3: think there is. There is, there is. I'm right here. Okay, it's, it's, it's not run it, by me. No, it's run by it's a man a called <laughs> Dr. I... Dr. Feel... No, Dr. Fee I Good. <laughs> he
2: sounds like
3: wonderful... Uh, is it ups, generally positive? <laughs> upstanding, young chap, I'm sure. Uh, it's got 51 subscribers. Wow. Nice. Yeah, so you're I'm moving bad. up in the world. 52.
0: 52. A um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a big Tottenham fan, so I follow RCOIS, which is come on, you Spurs, and um, and trance because uh, although I don't go clubbing anymore, I still like to have some uh, pretty uplifting dance music in the office, as it helps me code faster. Faster the music, faster the code comes out. So, <laughs> so why haven't you moved on to like black metal then? Yeah, I, should, I did try Gabba, for a bit, uh-huh. a bit of Belgian Gabba, but that was a bit too much for uh, for the other people in the office
1: <laughs> the Americans listening to this are just like what?
0: <laughs> Google, Belgian Gabo tech now, and, uh, you Belgian gabber techno, and you will understand what I'm talking about it's, it's different
1: it's the it, moment it, you've been waiting for <laughs> oh, I love the question part. that ends all questions journalism at it's absolute finest
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what classic video game character could you knock out with one punch
0: right this is going to be a very unpopular answer and i'm taking it a bit broader than just one video char- game character but i am going to say every single character in every single rpg ever because i just <laughs> do not yeah, ever because i which would take admittedly some time i just don't get on with rpgs at all i would happily wipe them off the face of the planet if i have to hear the problem is right i get sucked in i'm on obviously i'm on twitch all the time and every every time a big new rpg comes out my friend says oh it's the new oblivion oh skyrim oh skyrim's amazing five out of five five out of five it's like oh well i don't really like rpgs but everyone's going nuts about it i'm going to i'm going to get it this is the one this is the one that's going to do it for me and then 2 hours later i'm sat there trying to work out how to put a sword in an adventure in get some gems together and <laughs> playing that ridiculous card game that's in The Witcher that they're now turning into a full game. I mean, what is that about? That's the most dull part of The Witcher, which is already a dull game. I've alienated three
3: cool. Oh, well, <laughs> and, and if, if you hadn't destroyed True Achievements before, you just did them. Rich. Uh.
0: <laughs> you need either, the way to make a good game, you need lots of guns, or lots of cars, or lots of peggles. Yeah, yeah or lots, lots of, of pegs. pegs
1: Which is quite funny because your full name sounds like something you'd find in an inventory in an RPG. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> <Stunning>. <laughs> yes.
0: Perhaps I say it. Perhaps I'm just like fighting against it. Perhaps that's my destiny. Wonder see, that's why I keep buying them. One day, one's going to click. Although, right, I did love Mass Effect, the whole Mass Effect series, but I don't really count them as RPGs. Oh,
1: they're, they're RPGs. Just,
0: they <laughs> a bit of RPG thrown in for fun.
1: So we found out that Rich hates RPGs, <laughs> essentially. That's what we've established from this. <laughs> and he's been watching some website. That's the takeaway. or something, yeah.
0: <laughs> Who has time to play 180 hours of any game? Answer me that. Not me, that's for sure.
1: I've paid 361 hours of Rocket League.
0: Oh, yeah, but that's different. No way. Wow. <laughs>
1: I have. No, oh. you have not.
3: Are you sure that's not just the game being left on standby while you sleep? No,
1: No.
0: Yeah, that does like a
1: standby. Because I've got auto off, so no. Wow.
0: That's spectacular.
1: Rich, thank you so much for joining us. That was absolutely great, and we'll all be checking out true achievements. And I'm just going to go and install that right now because I haven't already.
0: <gasps> <laughs> no. For thank shame. You. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks
1: a lot.
2: You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. Rich, thanks again for being on the podcast. And everybody, make sure to check out the True Achievements app on your Xbox One to find out what your
1: true achievement score is. And if you want news, stay on the subreddit. Don't go to True. Yeah, to yeah, to yeah. No, comments. no, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that.
3: And, and if, if you find news that's on trueachievements.com and not on the subreddit, just, just post it on the subreddit, you know, karma. That's right. good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rich. <laughs> Guys, I want to bring something that's not a game to this week's show.
3: Okay, okay. is it is it at least tangentially related to games?
1: Yes, it's based upon a game, but it's a movie. Ha! Uh-huh. Assassin's Creed Three. So, it's, no, no, I went to go and see Angry Birds this week at the cinema. No, I'm more joking. <laughs> Tomb Raider movie has got a March 2018 release date. And we know who the actress is, and I'm gonna ask Reese to say her name.
3: It's Alicia Vikander.
1: Since she's Swedish and I could not even try to pronounce that. For thing. all our
3: Swedish yeah. listeners did hardm talking till Helsingfors, Falls was on a poor Alistair. Tuner. For
1: it's really podworthy for everyone who's not Swedish. Yeah, That's hmm. great. Um and she was a robot Eva, <laughs> um, in ex Makina. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Say guacamole.
1: Guacamole. Guacamole. Guacamole.
2: There we go. It's fine. I can't wait
3: till I mispronounce it? something. It's going to be <laughs>
2: worse. Uh, but, but isn't she also dating Michael Fassbender?
1: So she's going out with Assassin's Creed. That's right.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Larkoff that came full
2: and circle and some one of the guys from
1: assassin's creed one of the Desmonds or
2: something like that i don't think he's a,
3: a canonical character i'm not sure
1: but um anyway i just want to know your thoughts you know you going to are you excited about a tomb raider movie
3: i would be interested in the uh the movie definitely if it's actually focuses on the reboot of the Tomb Raider series as a game. I, I think that the, the new Tomb Raider game series is actually a really good direction to take Lara in. And um, judging by Alicia's uh, physical build, she's quite thin and athletic. Um, they're they're not going for like the the buxom sort of uh, Angelina Jolie style of super hottie. So uh...
1: yeah, well, it'd be really interesting to see it as a sort of grittier. You know darker a person that is going up against, you know, the world essentially, like what she was in the first game, with not a chance. I would, I would love to to go down that route that they have done in the games, or is that too obvious?
3: Well, I mean, what else can I do uh, other than?
1: I really want this movie to do well. I'm, I want Assassin's Creed to be a good movie. I want this to be a good movie, and um, just. So that you know they they don't try it and it fails again because there is so many good stories and games that I think would make amazing movies, and I just don't think the producers want to take the risk with the stigma that is attached to making a video game movie. And the reason why I you know brought this story up is all you need is a few really good video game movies that stigma is lost and we can start. Doing what games do best and that's storytelling.
2: Yeah, I mean look at comic book movies. That's before it was you know, up until what, ten years ago? A little bit more than ten years ago, it was all horrible, except for maybe Blade. <laughs> that was like the only decent half decent superhero movies were the Blade movies. And then even the Triple X- H
1: disagrees. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: And Ryan Reynolds with a really nice beard. I wish I could have a beard as nice as that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, I mean, look at what it's come to now. It's, the, it's, it's a hugely popular uh, gaming, not gaming, movie, movie form, and they're inspired by what was it in comic books. So we should be able to do the same thing with games, just put a little bit more oomph behind it or, I don't know, thought into it and in what they're creating, not just slapping something crappy together.
3: The thing about Tomb Raider is, it's actually a really good, uh, a really good opportunity here to also like, like cross some other bridges. Like, like it can be a real, uh, at at the at the risk of sounding like some someone posting on Tumblr, it it could be a real like a really good excuse to show like like a strong female character, like a, a, a woman struggling with you know femininity and 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 growing up, and 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 at the same time you know. Getting her ass kicked by the rest of the world, which was basically the, the story of the Tomb Raider game reboot, and like the, the other big popular game, like the Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider is uh, has its its rival, which is of course Uncharted in the game space, and they've both diverged from one another. Their gameplay is like almost identical, uh, but their their tone and their themes and stories have diverged in in such a a dramatic way. Tomb Raider is like a serious, uh, personal struggle for just Lara, and Dude Raider on the other side is like you know, blow up all the things, yeehaw, and it's like it's like you know, comedy basically, like an action, an action comedy, where he's making sarcastic quips all the time, and so. Uh, I presume that someone somewhere is making an Uncharted movie because not doing so would be silly. But, um, like, you, you can't follow... Like, it has to be different. Is my point forming here or am I just rambling like Mikey? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I understand what you're saying, Is is the, the Uncharted games are essentially the majority of modern Action Day movies, mm. whereas with Tomb Raider it went a slightly different direction and there's a bit more of a personal story rather than just the action. Yes, um, but yeah, I fully agree with that. I think if it's got the right director and it's treated well, then you know this could be the, the video game movie that we we want. I'm more excited about this than what I'm Assassin's Creed. But
3: Michael Fassbender, though, he's so handsome.
1: To, he's now, he can now <laughs> oh, he actually go to his friends. I am dating Lara Croft. <laughs> I know he wouldn't say dating, but um... <laughs> well, get us out of here, Clay.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. You can find us over on the Xbox One subreddit at reddit.com r Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have new podcasts up every Wednesday. So, Reese Ross, thanks for joining us this week. And, hey, Cortana, turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One
1: subreddit. Let's do this.